This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 51 of the Healthy Critters Radio on the Horse Radio Network. Healthy Critters Radio is brought to you by Biostar US. Find them online at biostarus.com. On today's show, we share our favorite charities. The breed of the show is the Argente Rabbit. Hedwig decides she wants to be a Supreme Court judge. Critter Nutrition covers the benefit of increased circulation for horses. And in Coffee Clatch, we share our best holiday stress tips. And we're going to, to in lieu of a, a guest, we're going to talk. Nobody wants to talk to us this week. That's true. <laughs> They're all talked out from the Radiothon. They are. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the ch- our favorite charities to give this time of year in the giving season. Mm. And um, at the top of my personal list are environmental charities. So um, I usually go to Charity Navigator. And if you don't use it, I highly recommend it. It rates all the charities. And the highest rating, I think, is four stars. And those are the charities that I first focus on. And it gives you a breakdown of how they spend their money. And and it's very interesting. Yeah, because then you can see some of these charities that are like, you know, the two stars. The, The CEO makes, you know. 30% 30% of everything that they raise, which is just outrageous. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful tool. It's free. Um, just Google Charity Navigator. I didn't even know they had that. That's pretty cool. It's very cool. And you can check out, you know, when people contact you to give money, you know, go to Charity Navigator. Hmm. Um, so uh, American Forests, uh, the Ocean Conservancy, um, I do Yellowstone and um, uh, the Grand Canyon Trust. And w- there's one very cool thing about American forests is that if, if you have a friend or a loved one that has passed, you can, um, with your donation, they will plant X number of trees in honor of your loved one. Oh, cool. well. It's really, really cool. So I give that a lot as gifts. Um, you know, my aunt lost her husband and my mother lost um, my dad. And so I give every year to American Forests in their name. And then they get a card from American Forest saying 100 trees are being planted in the name of. That is so cool. Tigger, you are a good person. Well, <laughs> thanks. That's pretty cool. Like I just didn't. I'm I'm looking up this the the charity the, navigator. It that's yeah. I had no idea. This is pretty awesome and it, so it, easy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's so 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 useful because you know part one of the reasons people can be hesitant to give to a charity, regardless of what time of the year it is, is they don't feel comfortable that their donation is being used productively. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's a great way for for anybody to go in and go, well, um, I, I can check out charity X, Y, or Z or surf through them and find mm-hmm. one that uses the, the donations in a productive way that I feel comfortable yeah. with. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's the first thing it shows up is just the score it gets and whatever, yeah. you know, all the charities and stuff. Because that's always honestly been my biggest thing because I I mean I always do very like local things like I do it through my church like at, during Christmas and stuff I you know I like to give you know we, we buy toys and put every church generally has like a tree or the giving tree or something you'll take a kid's name or you'll do whatever and I always it's so simple to you know um, I go to Walmart and I just buy tons of toys and bring them back. And it's such a simple thing. Um, but this is, this is um, kind of cool. Like I just looked down here and they had stuff from even Hurricane Harvey. I had no yep. idea. Had no idea. And you can see how it's rated. So that's pretty cool. Thank you, Tigger, for teaching me that. I would think that's pretty neat. We have to make sure that we put a link to yes, for sure on our show notes page. Yep. Yep. For sure. Yep. Yep. 
Um, and what kind of charities do you like to give or would like to give, Jennifer? I have a propensity for staying local. Mm. Um, one, I, I did, what's it called? Um, Heifer International. I did that one <laughs> year, which is one of those organizations that provides small livestock to developing countries to the families. Oh, yeah. It's like, like give a goat, give a chicken. Yeah. And yeah. I know oh, that's cool. Yeah, Heifer it's cool. International. I was like, oh, that's really neat. Yeah. But I never went back a second time. And this is why. Once they had gotten hold of my contact information, it was non-stop. Mm. Just every day, something in the email, every Ooh. week, something in the mail. So they, they kind of made a pest of themselves. So I didn't go back. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but, that's, I, yeah, I, but I can real, understand that. It's a real problem that charities need to be it's aware a balancing of. Act, isn't it? It's a real balance. Sure. Act, yeah. One yeah, of the ones you I know, re- one of the ones I really love is Habitat for Humanity. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. Strongly about people. I love their mantra that you participate in your growth and your success. So mm-hmm. that that speaks to me personally. So that's one of mine. And um, frequently, it's it's a local charity that usually has to do with uh, youth making the best of their situation and, mm. and moving up in life. Uh, Colby's army is one that is run by one of our part-time co- hosts on the horse radio network, Lisa Wysocki, and it helps at risk youth and youth with learning disabilities. So uh, oh, wow. pretty much an annual there. They're a really cool group there in Tennessee. It's just a little tiny, a little tiny program. And I, I, I enjoy giving to the little tiny program that doesn't have much of a budget to get the word out. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. well, I know about you, so I right. am going to donate because I already know about you. You don't have to spend a nickel to get mine. Yeah. <laughs> now, who yeah. was the charity that the Radiothon was raising money for? Um, oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. I should go over here to Radiothon.com. It is a an agency in Ohio that um, cares for foster children. Mm. And what they do is they foster out children and they facilitate adoptions for children in Ohio. And what they do is they have a special fund so that the children who are in foster care or are in group homes can have Christmas presents because their normal operating budget does not provide for gifts. That's for Mm. getting sneakers to go to school in. Right. Um, So they can get gifts and then... Anything that they have left goes into the annual budget to help special cases. For example, a young person who is in foster care or a group home is um, accepted to a college or wants to visit a college that they would like to attend. They can help finance that because frequently the foster parents can't afford that and the group home doesn't have a budget for that. Um, Mm. They're graduating from high school or college or, or high school, and they need a cap and gown to attend uh, their graduation. They will fund getting the cap and ground, gown rented and things like wow. that so that as these youth move through the system and find successes, they can help just grease the wheels a little bit. Yeah, That's, that's great. Yeah. yeah. That's very cool. You know, I every, every week um, for the last two years – um, when I go to the grocery store, I buy food for – at one grocery store, I buy it for the Blue Ridge Food Bank. And at Whole Foods, I buy it for the Emergency Food Bank. Oh, cool. Mm. So they get real and, good food too. And it's so rewarding to walk down the aisle and go, okay, if I didn't have something, what would I really – what would be really essential that I would need to get from the emergency food bank? Mm. And sometimes I come up with themes like an Italian dinner or a Mexican dinner. Oh, I mean, and not, there's no meats, but yeah. you know, all the fixings. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn and I have lived by this a lot for years and years. And he learned it from one of his mentors from before I met him. And I can't remember the guy's name. It's a really long Italian name. Um, that the best thing when you're having a tough time in your life is to have a family feast. And that's so 
great mm-hmm. that you do that for people because so many people there, if you're depending on the emergency food bank, you're having a tough time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be able to get good quality, comforting foods like that. That's excellent. Yeah, that is excellent. That's pretty cool. And it's such an easy thing to do. You're already there. Yep. You're already buying stuff. Yep. So you pick up a little extra and then you, when you're leaving, you put it in the, you put it in the bin. There, you put it in the bin. Yeah. That's a great, I, I like that. I'm mm. going to take that on. I like that. Oh, good. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the big, like the, the, all the stuff that we do is always through our church, you know, um, food drives, um, you know, um, but these are, these are all such great, these are, you guys are giving me such great other ideas to do, you know, um, cause we always end up doing more things locally and this is just, um, well, that, and the food bank is certainly local forever. and that's huge. Yes, yeah. Everybody has huge. a local food bank. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause and, you don't know yeah. who you're, who you're affecting. You could be, um, some of you see all the time, you know, in public somewhere exactly. you may be helping that person. So, yeah. and I always, you know, and when I'm checking out and sometimes the, you know, I'll, I separate them and say, Cook, this is for the food bank. And if, if the, you know, clerk says something, um, you know, like, well, that's a really nice thing to do. I, 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 I my response is there for the grace of God, go I, it, it mm-hmm. could be me that needs to go to the emergency food mm-hmm. bank tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. Yeah. And the yeah. other thing I do this time of year is I'm a secret Santa, and I go and pay off layaways. Oh, oh how wow. cool! It's so fun. Wow. I want to be your so- friend. Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> awesome! Okay, this was like this is yeah. I you're giving me tons of ideas. You're also making me realize there's so much more that I could be doing. That's and it's cool. easy. Yes, and that's really easy. Now, it, how do, how easy. do you find places to go to to do that? Okay, to- so Walmart, um, mm-hmm. if you still have a Kmart, if you still have a Sears, all those places have layaways. And last year, um, I was in Kmart doing layaways, and I and they I can't you go back in the layaway room and you say you're the Secret Santa, and they ladies get very excited and yeah. I always want to buy, you know, the people who have layaways that are toys and kids and, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and, 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 you know, we were going through them and, and now you have to do each, each transaction, you know, is one, they don't yep. put all together. And this husband and wife came up and I stepped away cause that transaction was done and they had, a whole bunch of things for their kids and they were talking between themselves about and the clerk said well it's you owe this much money and and the wife looked and she said well i guess we won't be able to get um so and so's cake for her birthday if we do this mm. and and i just stepped right in i said i'll take care of it wow Everybody should start, have a cake. They, they it's about to cake. Hedwig said so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I mean, that's and pretty And they awesome. cried, and I cried, and the staff cried, and we were all hugging. And it, 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 it was just, and they were so shocked. Oh, I'm sure. And, you know, that, that just filled my heart. Oh, I bet it did. It just it, filled my heart. So I, you know, it. A lot of these layaways can be like fifty dollars. That's all they have left on it. I mean, the, yeah. we're not talking about hundreds and thousands of dollars. These are generally small purchases that they've been paying on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you do? Go to the layaway people and say, go to the "Layaway people," and say, "You know, I want to be a secret Santa." And they say, "Well, you know, what what do you want to do?" And I, I'm I'm focused on toys and right. things okay. that okay. that's helpful. Mm-hmm. that haven't been paid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's getting closer to the holidays and then they start just bringing you and they'll read you out. Well, they've got a Barbie and they've got a this and a that. And a da, 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 da. Wow. Yeah. And then you pay it and then they notify them. They never know who you are, which is great. Yeah. And, um, you know, imagine the phone call. Oh, your, your layaway was just paid off. Come and get your stuff. You know, I get excited when the, uh, 
person uh, ahead of me already paid for my Starbucks in line. I can't imagine getting a layaway, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I get excited about that. Well, I that's want that so to happen cool. when I go to the hay store. I want the guy in front of me to pay for my hay <laughs> as I come through. <laughs> I think that, that's a that good That needs trend. to be on your wish list. That needs to be something new. That needs to become a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, well, maybe you start it. Ah. That's true. Yeah. There we go. As long as, the, the as long as the guy behind me does not have a dually. If he's driving a, yeah. a Kia, I can pay for or a, a sedan, or a sedan, or like an old Honda. <laughs> or if you're in Ocala, he might be driving a Jaguar. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> or you could have a limit. I'll buy one bale of hay. <laughs> so don't, oh, so don't be afraid to, you know, ask. step out of your comfort zone and, yeah. and yeah, these these are awesome awesome Such ideas great local and local ideas, yeah. And I wonder if any of the listeners have any ideas that they do, because they certainly could put it up on our Facebook page oh, and yeah, I'm share sure that with us. Go, and, and what's the Facebook page again, Tigger? Healthy Critters Radio. There you go. Go to Healthy Critters Radio on Facebook. Hit the like button. Yep. Yep. And then go and down there and post on there. Um, how, your favorite way to be a giving person during the holidays. Maybe you donate time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something that's else huge. that's always needed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For sure. There we go. Cool. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I am on a chair today, so just brace yourself. <laughs> Hi, Hetty. That was Hello. funny. Don't even bother asking me questions. I have ideas. I wish to discuss them. Just just sit down and buckle up. Well, wait, wait, wait one second, because Jennifer has news for you. Okay, hi Jennifer. It better be nice news. Greetings, Hedwig. You sound as if you had a you have had a lovely day already. Have you been hitting up the red wine, perhaps? I am not allowed to have alcohol, Jennifer. Besides, with my charming personality, I have no need to have social inhibitions removed. <laughs> so there. Well, um. This 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 is liable to be a little bit dangerous for those of us who call you on the phone uh, and interview you, but we are getting uh, early reviews back in from the Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon, which happened on Cyber Monday, and early reports seem to indicate that the Healthy Critters Radio Hour, and in particular, Hedwig, were the most popular in the entire Radiothon. Well, I mean... I don't want to say, duh, but <laughs> I will, duh. <laughs> we have we have likened your um, your relationship with Glenn as a episode on Seinfeld. I would like Glenn if he weren't such a toad. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's safe to say at this point, Hedwig, that you are the most popular Pomeranian in podcasting. We're going to get you a T-shirt to that effect. She's a popular Pomeranian podcaster. Yes. <laughs> say say that fast three times. P, P, P. Well, yeah. <laughs> but if I may just direct people to my Facebook page, because I want more likes than grumpy cats. Well, what is oh, your Facebook page? Yes, what is your Facebook page? Ask Hedwig. Ask Hedwig. Okay. My Facebook page, yes. Mm-hmm. And if you go on the page, you can like it, which really oh. means you like me. And I post as often as I can stand <laughs> the service. News person personality. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen this? It's his news personality. This is great. I just liked it, Hetty. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it's been, oh god, this is hysterical. This is just hysterical. This okay. is the Facebook page. Yes, it is absolutely worth liking just to see the first couple posts. <laughs> yes, there are, Hetty. There are, and everyone is just. <laughs> Worth it. Okay. Many people do not actually know how cute I am. It's an opportunity for them. You're right. You're right, it is. 
<laughs> oh boy, these are good. <clears throat> there we go. <clears throat> well, in 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 uh, in honor of Ask Hedwig, Hedwig, the Facebook page, we are going to ask you the question of the show. And okay. here is our question. Would you rather be Santa's elf or Santa's reindeer? Reindeer. How did I know you would say that? What do you want to be? Do you want to be the abominable snowman instead? Yes. There we go. <laughs> course. But really, if I may tell you what I've been thinking recently, which I know you do want to know, even though you've not really asked me, I know you want to know and you were just too shy. (laughs) I have recently been thinking about becoming a Supreme Court justice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we could use you on the high court, that's for sure. Well, so I just want to give you an example of why my mind is well suited to our legal case. So currently, as you know, well, you should know anyway, <laughs> there is this person who didn't want to bake a cake because people were gay. For some reason, the court wanted to be about civil rights or it wants to be about businesses or First Amendment. Let me clarify what this is about. It's about cake. So cake. <laughs> <laughs> Get right down to it. If you are a cake baker, you bake cakes. Yes, that's what you do. That's how you roll. See, that mm-hmm. was a pun, a bakery pun roll. Anyway, if you were to bake a cake and then you were to sell the cake, it would be successful. And then you would have money and you could give it to a small dog. And <laughs> there would be cake. So the way I see things, and it's really very simple. Bake the cake, then you're a baker. It's really about fulfilling your own claim to professional status. So if my servant claimed to be a servant but did not serve, she would not be a servant. If you are a cake person and you don't cake, then there's no cake and you're not a cake person. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah. Got it. So this, Absolutely. I, I, I have been recently revisiting some important historical Supreme Court cases as well. For example, Buck versus Bell, in which Oliver Wendell Holmes memorably said, three generations of imbeciles is enough. Now, he used this to legitimize sterilizing people, which was rude. Um, but I think his quote is still meaningful today. So three generations of imbeciles is enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, there we go. Well, thank you for that little uh, that little history lesson, <laughs> yes. Hedwig. Yes, I. Um, yes. Who knew? You might Who not knew? know that that Supreme Court decision still stands. In fact, the federal government reserves the right to sterilize you at will. Oh, it's good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Yes, and um, the last state laws that were relevant to that case were only removed in the seventies. Wow. Okay. Wow. You are well. You are well on your way to becoming a Supreme Court justice, Hedwig. <laughs> yes. And uh, we we yeah. appreciate you enlightening us regarding these very heady topics, pun intended. <laughs> and if, and thank you. You know what we're going to do next time, Hedy? We're going to get together. We're going to ask you how to solve how to solve the uh, conflict in the Middle East because you've got all the answers. So think yes, on that, and we'll cover it we're next ready. time. Yeah. I've already, I've got a plan for the whole situation. I'm oh. sure you do, Hetty. Well, thanks a bunch, and you thanks, have a Hedy. Uh, bye-bye. Bye, Hetty. And now it's time for the Breed of the Show. We are now at the Breed of the Show segment of our program, and we are on a rabbit path. <laughs> we, because... Tigger, I don't know about you, I have never really had rabbits. So I had a rabbit. You did? When I was a kid, I got him for Easter. Oh, that's right. I think you asked, I think you told me this before. Well, I haven't had any, so it's I'm really learning. It's about oh, time. <laughs> I know I, I right. I, well, my my son Ray helped me pick out the breed and um he really enjoyed researching it. Um because this really is the best part about doing this for me is I get to learn about all different types of stuff. But so we are doing what's called an argente. And Argente is um, 
a very uh, adorable little rabbit. Um, they come in a ton of different colors, which is kind of the neat thing. But they just have the fluffiest skin, and they're they're or not skin fur, but they're um, they're very they're probably. They look very similar, um, unfortunately, this time of year, and I hate this. You know, I go into a feed store, and they're pushing rabbits because Christmas is coming up, and, of course, everybody's going to get pets for Christmas, which is not the time to do it. You should right. wait until it's not a holiday season. Um, but anyway, um, they um, originally were um, um, they uh, from France. Um, they came – they were imported to North America around the 1930s. Um, and into the forties and they weren't originally, um, very well received. Um, and, but then really took all, the, the American population really started to enjoy them because they're very affectionate, playful, um, rabbits, which I, you know, I don't know much about rabbits, but, um, is the better you socialize them, the better they are, you know, affectionate and good pets. And, um, and because they come in so many different colors, I mean, a ton of different colors, like dark slate blue, bluish blue, bluish white, cream, champagne, all these fun, fun different colors. Um, but they are, um, as far as personality, they're you know pretty easygoing. Um, they're they're a good pet. They they like you know they're even tempered. They like to be cuddled. Um, they're good. They're good with kids. But again as we, you know, I'm understanding as I'm learning more and more about them, you have to socialize them. You know, you can't just pick them up and, you know, not like, you know, kind of like a kitten. So you've got to get them more, you know, used to being picked up. And um, they're relatively hardy. So you can, you know, have some people like to have their rabbits in or out. You can definitely have them in or out. They make a great pet either way. Um, of course, you should look up as to, you know, you just don't put them in a crate outside. You have to have a nice little hut for them. Um they basically live off of um, pretty, you know, easy diet, um, a nice quality hay, and there's, a, you know, you can get uh, rabbit pellets, which are generally high fiber in your um, at your local feed store. Um, but they, you know, their basic care requirements are they just they they really do need to have plenty outside time, which is kind of funny because I'd never really thought about rabbits needing to stretch their legs. I mean, did you think about that Tigger when you had your rabbit that you had to rec- exercise it? No. <laughs> yeah. And this is, and I like this. I like, cause I try to go to a couple different places to read more about this, but yeah, they say they need plenty of outside time, of course, in an enclosure cause they'll take off, but, um, an enclosed area. Um, and, um, they're they're very popular because their personality and temperament are like I said they're they would be a good apartment pet if you want to have an animal but you know are an apartment and you don't want to get a dog this type this this type of um, rabbit an argente would be great because they um, adapt well to different situations and they come in so many different colors and <laughs> I just can't get over this I mean it's like I can't even name them all and you're supposed to say them in French <laughs> do you know what I mean can you it's describe just, them the color different colors well there's um do you want me to say them in French I'm kidding no uh, yeah it would be bad well there's th- these are just to name a flute a few there's blue brown cream champagne black and the, the list can go on um but they um, they actually, when we first started looking them up, and I'm not sure I understand this, but they have like the Argente Claire, and that's a different type. That's more of a, I think, a champagne color. And they have, some of them have different characteristics, which is interesting just because of their color, that they're different. And you know, they would be easy to clean up after. Yeah, that's, the, that's an ex- excellent point too. They're very easy to clean up after, especially if you look up different type of rabbit cages like some of them have a, a wire top you know at, that all the droppings I was just thinking of them hopping around the living room <laughs> <laughs> of course you were <laughs> well I mean how many little pellets ca- you know, exactly they can't, be, they can't be that hard to pick up right? and they're they eat mostly fiber which means that they're not smelly like yeah yeah well and it, they describe their coat as being um short and um and it's dense, but it's really glossy and soft. Mm. And it just, I know, it just made me think, wow, maybe this is something to look into. 
but it sounds just like a great little pet. And, you know, when, whenever, and if you're looking to get a rabbit, if you go to a local feed store, the, normally the people there are somewhat, you know, well-informed about how, you know, what their diet should be, because there are definite diet things you don't want to give them. Um, uh, not this particular breed, but in general, um, cause you don't want to over, you know, overfeed them. These, um, these guys get up to about eight pounds, which is not that big. Um, trying to think i mean that's probably the size of what a medium-sized cat would that make sense tigger that's right? pretty small eight yeah. pounds yeah i guess it's smaller than a medium-sized cat but yeah but they're tiny so you'd have to be careful if you have small children because they're they their bones i was thinking you have to be careful if you have a big dog <laughs> <laughs> why well, was my the point of this was if you can't get a dog get a rabbit but if you have five aussies <laughs> It's an excellent point. Needless to say, do your research before getting a pet and <laughs> don't have a lot of big dogs if you're going to end up with a rabbit in your house. <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> Here we are at Critter Nutrition, and we're going to talk about the benefits of increased circulation for horses. The body circulation system is responsible for sending blood, oxygen, and nutrients throughout the body. When blood flow is reduced, the body's ability to heal and repair is diminished. Increased blood flow is a significant benefit that allows the vascular highways to deliver oxygen and nutrients more efficiently. Increased circulation can help reduce inflammation and oxidative stress. The benefits of increased circulation improves oxygenation of the tissues, removes toxins and metabolic waste, enhances the healing process, reduces inflammation and oxidative stress, can help older horses move with less stiffness, particularly in cold weather, helps horses with osteoarthritis move more comfortably. The role of nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is a key signaling molecule in the body. It is a powerful vasodilator. The endolithium, which is the inner lining of blood vessels, uses nitric oxide to signal the surrounding smooth muscles to relax, thus resulting in increased blood flow. The amino acid arginine is a substrate for nitric oxide production. Specific foods such as pumpkin seeds, sesame seeds, oranges, and nutritional yeast provide high amounts of arginine for nitric oxide production. Recent research has been on Indian gooseberry and circulation. One of the most widely used plants in Ayurvedic medicine is amla, also known as Indian gooseberry. It has been used on animals and humans for thousands of years. Eight Recently published studies on a specific patented extract from Indian gooseberry called capros have demonstrated this plant's remarkable ability to increase nitric oxide production by 54% and increase the super antioxidant glutathione by 50%. Glutathione is known as the mother of all antioxidants. It supports the regulation of cell growth and division, protects DNA from oxidative stress, helps with amino acid transport in and out of the cell, and supports the humoral immune function. Research has shown that capros reduced levels of inflammatory biomarkers and improved endothelial function. This is really important because a study published September 29, 2016, showed that endolithial dysfunction associated with hormonal conditions such as metabolic syndrome or Cushing's disease affect the laminar vessels and facial skin arteries of the horse. By improving endothelial function by relaxation via nitric oxide, there is increased blood flow and circulation. For performance horses, When horses exercise, nitric oxide is released, which increases blood flow to the muscles and organs, to the heart, and to the lungs. Nitric oxide is a short-lived molecule, so the longer it circulates, the greater the benefit to the cell's heart, lungs, and nervous system and muscles. 
Supplementing horses with foods and plants that increase nitric oxide can improve daily training and performance by reducing muscle fatigue, removing lactic acid, increasing oxygenation of muscles, and delivering more nutrients to the cells. Because nitric oxide plays an important role in healing via increased circulation, repair of muscles and connective tissues can be enhanced. Since the Indian gooseberry extract capros increases glutathione, this critical antioxidant is important in the production of ATP. Lower amounts of glutathione in the cells can slow down ATP production, resulting in fatigue. Furthermore, the recovery phase of training requires glutathione to mop up the free radicals. The free radicals can create inflammation unless regulated by potent antioxidants such as glutathione. Circulation for healing. Nitric oxide can modulate the release of various inflammatory mediators, leukocytes, macrophages, mast cells, endothelial cells, and platelets. In relaxing the blood vessels, more nutrients are delivered to the area of the body that needs them. This is especially important for ligament and tendon injuries, muscle and joint injuries, and support. Hoof and heart. As the heart beats, blood is sent throughout the body. The heart is the key organ of the circulatory system. The feet are also responsible for pumping blood back up to the heart. Inflammation in the foot will reduce the amount of circulation returning to the rest of the body and the heart. Nitric oxide helps recirculate by relaxing the smooth muscles, allowing for more blood flow. This is especially important to maintain healthy feet and to help with foot issues such as navicular bursa inflammation, bruising, and laminitis. Joints. Increasing circulation in the body is beneficial for joints, particularly joints affected by osteoarthritis. When nitric oxide levels are increased in the body, that helps to remove damaging waste products, reduce inflammation, while also helping to support muscles and connective tissue. Older horses in wintertime can benefit from supplementation that supports circulation because these horses aren't moving around as much as in the summer, and they can also benefit from the warming aspects of increased circulation, that therefore keeping them more comfortable and supple. Biostar is the first equine supplement company to incorporate the nitric oxide-enhancing Capros in a formula called Circuvate. Blended with other nitric oxide supporting foods such as pumpkin seeds and sesame seeds makes this supplement an important component in maintaining healthy sound horses. Real horses and real dogs are healthier, perform better, and recover more quickly on real food. That's why Biostar empowers horse and canine owners with 100% whole food nutrition, supplements, and feeding programs. Biostar products are made at their own certified non-GMO facility in Gordonsville, Virginia, using real fruit ingredients that are raw, freeze-dried, or dehydrated, never cooked, and are free from artificial flavors, colors, soy, corn, wheat, and molasses. The Biostar product line includes a wide range of whole food, horse and dog supplements, treats, and unique artisan poultices that embrace the ancient and traditional uses of clay and plants. Visit BiostarUS.com today and learn about whole foods and canine and equine nutrition so you can make the best decisions about the care and health of your horses and dogs. That's BiostarUS.com. Whole food nutrition the way nature intended. So we're at Coffee Clatch and it seems like a really good time to talk about our best holiday de-stress tips. And I think it's important to talk about de-stressing because animals pick up our stress. Mm-hmm. Um, dogs are very sensitive to it. Cats are sensitive to it. And horses are really sensitive to it. Yeah. So um, one of my basic um, de-stress tips is a herb called Tulsi, T-U-L-S-I, and also known as holy basil. And this wonderful little company called Organic India makes these fantastic teas with Tulsi. And especially around this time of year, sometimes I have a very hard time sleeping um, from stress. And they make a wonderful tea called Tulsi Tea. And it's called, I think it's called Tulsi Sleep or anyway, Organic India Tulsi Sleep. 
and I make a pot. I mean, I'll make a cup of tea, and by the time I've had half of it, I add a little honey and some lemon. Mm. Boy, I am I'm ready. I'm so relaxed, ready to go to sleep, and I have a good night's sleep. So that's my first tip. What's one of yours, Patty? Well, one of the things that I like, I just love to do, and it's finally got drinking wine. Right. Well, you know, I just, I haven't been drinking that much wine recently, but, um, I, um, I love like one of my son, um, and my favorite thing to do this time of year is we, we watch the 25 days of Christmas. So we'll kind of like get our, get our, um, dinner and we'll sit on the couch together and, you know, and sometimes they're not as, as fun to watch, but just sitting there with him and enjoying that kind of like that really kind of decompressing me. I turn off my phone. I won't, you know, I won't answer anything, you know, whatever. And I, I just, I, I mean, I, that type of just spending time with my family doing that type of stuff just really helps me stay more grounded and connected. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't work, I drink a lot of gin. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I, try, you know, it's so easy to not um, like to try to like run through the day and then not spend time. But that's like the it's, you know, the, I think it always starts the first of December and Ray is always like, okay, today is, you know, the 25 days. And it's just always, I just, that to me, just, it just grounds me so much. And I love, love love watching Christmas movies. How about you, Jennifer? Oh, Christmas movies. Uh Oh, mm. oh man. <laughs> Cause that is absolutely one of my favorites. It's, and it's gotta mm-hmm. be, you heard it before Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer, the original animated version. Yeah. Yep. And there's probably six or seven different holiday movies that for Glenn and I, it's a tradition. We must watch those now do you consider that a de-stressor oh absolutely patty does okay absolutely we just sit down and we'll make a big big bowl of popcorn and get a glass of lemonade and it's it it's it's a harkens back sort of thing in that Mm -hmm. the ones that are our favorites just have they represent something wonderful some wonderful point in our lives i think yeah and we look forward to it it's one of the things like oh christmas is coming we get to watch the muppets christmas again Mm-hmm. And we know the whole movie by heart, so it's, right. you just sit there and you, you giggle quote the about lines. It. We yep. know all the lines, you know all the songs. You, you, and it's fun because as you get to watch them over and over and over again, you look for stuff that's going on in the background and what breed of dog Yukon Cornelius has and things like that. So definitely, <laughs> oh, that's how she knew that. <laughs> watching holiday movies is a biggie for us. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. love that. The the um. You know, I don't have a tree or anything. Um, no decorations. Don't send Christmas cards. Mm. Sounds like you do a lot of other That's stuff. That's distressing though. right there. Do not send Christmas cards. It's stressful. It is. Just putting that out there. I just can't keep up with it. So I just gave up on it. Mm. Um, but um, the one thing that I've learned that really, really helps is to focus on something other than the pressure of the holiday. So mm-hmm. I, I personally get pressure because I have to, you know, my family, I don't live near any family. And so I have to wrap everything early and send everything early. And, you know, there's that just, I, I get a lot of stress from that. Will it get there on time? And, you know, mm-hmm. and I find that by fo- focusing even while I'm rapping on really fun Christmases past that had nothing to do with presents or anything, but was more the people that I saw, the snow on the ground, the expectation of a little kid, you know, when's Santa coming? And that kind of... Um, takes the the worry, the pressure, the um, stress away from trying to get everything done really fast and into on time. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. I mean, it's it's a very it's a hard time of year, and as my 
middle daughter just moved out and moved back to Virginia and getting everybody coordinated and trying to figure out if you can see them and not see them, you know, how it's going to work. That's a lot of stress. I mean, it, it's, it's hard it to not make all of that a big deal and finding the things that ground you, I think, are pretty crucial. And the animals are key. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Yep. Now, uh, there are a few stressors that I find are very good to avoid. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <That's> a big <laughs> one. <laughs> and that is, you know, uh, I, I don't bring up politics or religion yeah. uh, when I'm in public. Good thing. <laughs> At Christmas parties, whatever. I really stay away from that. And I, I think that's wise. Um, I also have found that um, it's wise if you don't drink, like I don't drink, to not say, oh, well, I'll just give the spiked eggnog a shot to be polite and uh, end up, uh, you know, three sheets to the wind uh, with mm-hmm. only four or five sips. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that's... <laughs> Those those are my my basic. You may think you're funny when you're drunk, but not everyone else does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't think I'm funny. I I I think I'm just stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is very. What funny. other stressors do you guys avoid? What are some of your? You know what oh, I, I you know what I stress about, and this is not just holidays, but I get so stressed out when I have to go visit family because whenever we go visit family it's this gang of people because we're coming to visit right Mm -hmm. i just don't like large gatherings of people it's not my thing and i found that if if i know there's going to be something to do when i'm there i'm a little bit less stressed about it Mm -hmm. Uh, and particularly when i see my dad's side of the family because my mom and my dad are both remarried and so we have two sets of everything um, they're big on card games and board games and things like that. So we're very apt to, during a holiday gathering, everybody sit around the table and play Uno or something. And I find uh, if I have that in my suitcase, my mental suitcase, I'm a lot less stressed about family gatherings. Mm-hmm. So my advice is... um if that's something that stresses you out, sitting around and staring at each other and, and speaking awkwardly to people you don't see very often, or speaking awkwardly to people that you don't like very much, even though they're, they're your relatives, um, sometimes having something to actually do yeah. can be a real stress reliever, like, you know, Uno or Three Second Rule mm-hmm. or Pictionary. That's a really good idea. Yeah. And this is something I just came up with this year. Uh, we, Glenn and I have been watching a TV show called Finding Your Roots. Mm. It's a PBS program. And I've, it's just what it is. It, they take some person and they go back in their family history and, and figure out where they came from and who they were and all those things. But to just sit around and ask, did, did you ever ask your mom or your dad who, who their great-grandma was? who their mm-hmm. aunt and uncle were, where they came from, what they did. And just for a topic of conversation, because it's so stressful figuring out something to talk about. And like you said, Tigger, politics and religion are off the table, even at family gatherings, because yeah. that very Especially at arguments. family gatherings. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, can, it can give you something to talk about. You know, storytelling yeah. has been a part of my family's Christmas tradition ever since I was a little kid. Mm. So... And, you know, now that my mother's 86, we still ask her to tell the same oh, stories. So cool. yeah, you could, yeah. You could ask everybody their favorite Christmas memory. Oh, that would be so much fun. Yeah. And that's, she that's always a good one. tells this story of going to Chicago for Christmas from the East Coast and being in her pajamas with her sisters and all get, you know, all bundled up together in the car and driven to the train station and get on the, in the sleeping car. And, you know, her parents get, get them all, my grandparents get them all to bed and, and the girls are of course staring out the window and and the parents go off into the club car and drink all night. (laughs) And then they wake up in the morning and they're in Chicago and it's just, it's, and the, the, 
that there's one Christmas where one of my great uncles spiked the punch bowl (laughs) (laughs) and everyone came from church and, and they would have this Christmas dinner um, and people would come from church and stop by and sort of, you know, this is, we're talking about the thirties and forties and, you know, have some punch and Merry Christmas and then go on to their houses. And he spiked the punch bowl and everyone, the day or two days after Christmas reported to my great grandmother, whose house this was, um, it was the best Christmas party <laughs> ever. <laughs> so oh, we hear man. that story every year. Yeah, well, I never get sto- tired of Yeah, that's, that's a great story. Funny. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's a great story. <laughs> so so wow. yeah, it's important to, to, and it's really important for the young ones to hear the stories. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So, good stressors to be yeah. avoided. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. And good things and good good suggestions of what to do, you know, with your family and whatnot uh, during the holidays. If it is if that is a hard thing for you, great great ideas. Board games, yes. telling stories, make stories up. And when all else you know. fails, <laughs> tell your family your horse has an abscess and you need to go soak his foot. Yeah. See, that's, that's always my always big thing. I'm like, I can't believe this is happening again. (laughs) Why is it your horse gets hoof abscesses every Christmas? Well, I always say I have a client. (laughs) 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 You haven't met this one. (laughs) That's that's good. There we go. So if you've got uh, great de-stressing ideas, where should they put them, Tigger? Oh, they should put them on Healthy Critters Radio Facebook page. Exactly. <laughs> yes, they should. Put them over on Healthy Critters Radio Facebook page. We'd love to see them and share them with everybody. And now, take it away, Patty. Thanks for listening, everyone. And thanks to our sponsor, Biostar US. You can find them online at biostarus.com. Get the Horse Radio Network phone app on iOS or Android by searching for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and easy to use. For details about today's show, go to HealthyCrittersRadio.com, where you can find links, photos, and more information about our guests. As always, we love your feedback. Please follow us on Facebook under Healthy Critters Radio. Be sure to visit all the great shows on Horse Radio Network at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Love your dog. Hug your horse. Feed your chickens. Clean your litter box. Dance with your goat. Slither with your snakes. Howl at the moon. Hang with your hamster. Party with your parrot. Waddle with your walrus. Outwit your otter. Cuddle your cows. Rap with your raptor. Go chipping with your chipmunks. Forgive your fox. While hedging your hog. We also recommend that you rack with your raccoon. Gyrate with your giraffe. Meditate with a meerkat. Uber with your orangutan. Facebook with your flamingo. Ponder with your panda. Walk with your wookie. Yawn with your yak. Twitter with your toucan. Go raining with your reindeer. Dropbox your dragon. <laughs> <laughs>